What, what movie are we on? Insidious Red, Red Door. door. <laughs> I mean, what, what number? We got, well, what number? This, you're going to take this shot, Phil, and then there's three more opportunities for you to take shots. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say you're going to take this one, and then you're going to take three more. What a fail. Golly, you're going to give me cheers first, you freaking alcoholic? <laughs> Oh, for our audience, I wish you guys could see Phil Williams' face just now. <laughs> Three men who also happen to be best friends as well as a bunch of complete movie nerds are on a mission to save the world with a podcast that really honestly doesn't help with or solve any of the world's problems whatsoever sorry please grab your bowl of popcorn and your sugar-free beverage get to your seats sit back relax and enjoy a brand new episode of all screens and sizes Fellow cinephiles, TV aficionados, dedicated nerds, you have tuned in to the year-end special of our podcast, All Screens and Sizes, where we're diving deep into the realms of movies, television, and the heart of nerd culture. I'm Jordy. I'm here with my two best friends, Phil and Nick, and today's episode is all about our much-anticipated segment, Cinema Score showdown before i give you guys a quick rundown of what quick recap of what the, the showdown is all about i just want to it's been a while fellas it's been a good good wow the year is coming to an end uh i just want to know how are you guys doing throughout all this craziness in the world going on holidays holiday season is here phil let me start with you you look a little sad a little thirsty too. Um, just, just talk to us, man. How are you a doing? Parched. Bro? A little parched. Well, first, I think I should say we need to apologize for our, I don't know, ten month hiatus. We've been gone. Hopefully, the new year we ten get back. On track. Yeah, we're delivering some pots to you guys, but we weren't going to miss the showdown, so we're back. I wouldn't say I'm thirsty, but I'm prepared. <laughs> I'm prepared. Well, some pomegranate juice and uh, with no, the apple juice. Phil got the weakest stuff he could find in preparation. No, this is strong. This is strong stuff. Strong like me. Strong water. Gotcha. Uh, but I'm doing great. We've been hanging out with the family for the holidays. They can't beat me in anything. Disc golf, beat, Mario Kart, thrash, Smash Brothers, smashed. Catan collusion against me and they still lose. I've been winning all week for the holidays, so I'm feeling pretty good. Well, well, Phil, we're here to hand you some L's today, so don't worry about that. Don't worry about that. <laughs> they're, they're, they're due. Nick, how are you, man? Talk Guys, to me. it feels so good to be back. Uh, as Phil said, the little hiatus we had. I'm just happy to be back with you boys. This is so much fun to do, and I hope you guys have, have some fun uh, listening to us as well, but it's great to be back with you guys. I can't wait to see the reveal of some of our our Cinema Score Showdown movies, and I'm just so happy to be here. I'm I'm uh, holidays have been good. Family was here in Greece celebrating uh, Christmas with uh, all together, so it's been great. Oh, that's good to hear, man. I, I'm I'm at home playing now in the Netherlands, where I'm from, and I've been abroad for the last twelve years playing all across the globe. So this is probably the first time in about, I want to say 10, 12 years, I was able to actually be at home for the whole span of the holidays. So um, it's been tiring. My social battery is a bit uh, 
on on E, if you will, after three or four days of nonstop uh, fun times. But you know, no better way to cap off this year than with two best best buddies breaking it down, seeing if our uh, predictions were right. As as Phil is taking a quick 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 wow, quick whiff wow. of his drink. <laughs> yeah. My God. Yeah. Well, because people, I mean, you might be people might be wondering. You know, we got Philip out here uh, with some alcoholic beverages, so you might be wondering, like, you might have even forgotten what was the Cinema Score showdown all about. Well, dear listeners, it's a segment where we put our nerdy clairvoyance to the test. Early in the year, we made some bold predictions about the Rotten Tomatoes critic scores of some of the most anticipated movies of 2023. And today, the moment of truth has arrived. We're going to reveal the actual Rotten Tomatoes critic scores for these films and see just how accurate or, let's face it, wildly inaccurate our predictions were. So... The rules are actually quite simple, too. We have one person that's going to be the closest to the actual score who is in the clear, which is going to be me, of course. The other two losers, however, are going to have to take a shot. And Phil drops his head immediately. And Phil, Phil, the reality is the reality is setting in for Phil here. We don't He's know this moment all year, and here he is. I mean, Phil, what's the 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 worst you can do is take nine shots, Phil. That's nothing for you. I I went to college with you, Phil. I've seen you at some of these volleyball parties. You know what I mean? Nine shots. I know. I know the dad life is is here has arrived, but nine shots, you'll be fine, Phil. I mean, what are nine we, losses? Why don't we each give give our audience a quick presentation of what what kind of uh, liquid uh, goodness we have actually with us today? Well, I'll go first. So I'm prepared to what have to juices, take a shot. What juices do you have with you, Phil? <laughs> well, salsa, I was prepared to take a shot for every drink, but I had previously bought this good old On the Rocks premium cocktails, old-fashioned, like an old-fashioned. Um, but I was looking at the numbers here, and this thing is 70 proof and 35% alcohol. So I was like, that is way too strong. But then our, our, our beautiful great-grandmother in the family, she loves a good Cosmo. Shout out to Jerry. And so I started drinking Cosmos last Christmas, a little lighter, can work better for me. So she she brought some of this Cosmos stuff, and it's like half the alcohol content. If I'm going to take nine shots, half is better. All right, half is better. So it might be Cosmos here for me, boys. No faith, though. Nine shots? What if you're going to? Yeah, he's, he's already preparing. Yeah, I thought he wanted everything. There's no, there's no way. These these critics are trash, man. They're trash. So And I probably trash at picking what they were going to pick, so. Damn. What about you, Nick? Well, I went the, a little bit of the opposite direction. I I pulled the went into the Paulus liquor cabinet here in Mykonos and pulled out my <laughs> finest of Patron, Patron Whoa. Silver. Which, this you thing's know, almost it's, already. It's gonna be it's gonna be enjoyable while also a whole dangerous at the same time. <laughs> well, I don't plan on losing very much. You know what I mean? Is that your is that your Tinder bio? What's that? Enjoyable. But a little dangerous. Oh yeah, spice things up a bit, baby. <laughs> you guys are so classy, though. You guys got some actual. Uh, let me let me uh, yeah. let me set mine up here. Um, so let's just say my alcohol tolerance. I mean, I'm a big guy. Maybe it's genetics. I don't know. My alcohol tolerance is just say it's pretty high. I don't get drunk easy, so I could have 
gotten anything and be fine after a couple of shots. So I was like, you know what? It's end of the year. So I'm just going to go to my local auto zone and just get me, <laughs> get me, get me, uh, I don't think you can store alcohol legally in the States in that plastic. It would be John Taffer would be going crazy on bar rates. He's drinking it has, motor it little, oil. It has a little, oh, you can't see it. It has like a little side too, like where you can kind of see how much is left. Oh, in. There it is. You can see like the little top. So uh, this is a uh, Nozum. It's the, it's in Dutch. It says disgustingly delicious. <laughs> um, what a tagline what a seller is that is that your tinder profile <laughs> uh here it says a uh, warning not for lubricating your bike it's an al- alcoholic drink use it own risk so uh, <laughs> warning warning well you know we got that for you but i'm just happy that i don't even get to probably don't even have to drink any of it so that's good um just break it down did you know did we hit the bullseye or did we miss the mark completely? Who is heading into the new year completely shit-faced? <laughs> Stay tuned as we dis- dissect the scores and explore what makes these movies and shows talk of the town. You know, everybody can grab their popcorn, tune in, tune tune into your geeky side. Join us as we unpack the magic, the madness, and of course the sheer brilliance of 2023 cinematic wonders in this special episode of our podcast it is time for the cinema score showdown (laughs) guys we're starting things off with the one the only oppenheimer baby Oppenheimer, Oppie, Oppie. First off, just real quick in a couple of sentences, what did you guys think of the movie? Well, it took the the country, it took the world by storm. We had Oppenheimer and Barbie hitting the the cinema at the same time. It was quite an event. I saw it on the biggest screen possible in IMAX. Loved every second of it. Nolan did his thing once again. Killian Murphy killed it, and you know, it was uh, it was quite the event. It's quite the event and very enjoyable for me. How about you, Phil? Uh, fantastic movie. Saw an IMAX as well. The whole cast is fantastic. Nolan is a beast. Uh, but considering its uh, content and how daunting it is, it very it ends with the, like a. To me, it's not a very pleasant ending. So it's a movie that I love, but I don't think I'm going to rewatch it a lot because mm. it's just like dang. We're just at the mercy of one man pushing a button at any moment. So, but I think Nolan did a fantastic job with it. It's one of my top movies of the year. Yeah, I would have to agree with that. I don't know about the rewatchability compared to the other Nolan films, but I loved it. I mean, Phil, you even loved it so much that you predicted that this movie would get a hundred percent on Ron Tomatoes. Did you? Pour, I already know did, you they pour didn't did you pour? Pour a shot already? Oh, uh, it's, already it's already in here. I was prepared. Am I showing the, show the camera just so we can verify? Yeah, can see <laughs> oh, right. some Cosmo right. deep in that glass. There we go. Yeah. So, I would, uh, we should edit that and put like the uh, the particles from Oppenheimer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, just for the listeners, uh, I actually have a projector that's on my wall that has, has a bit of a PowerPoint presentation that's going to reveal the scores as I announce them. Um, for Oppenheimer, 
Philip Williams, you predicted it was going to get a 100% Rotten Tomatoes critic score. While Nick was on the lower side of things with a 94% prediction. Leaving me kind of right in the middle with a 96%. I would like to start off by giving you guys the audience score for Oppenheimer. Which was... 91%. Audience sucks. Come on, audience. Come on, audience. And ladies and gentlemen, I don't know if you guys can see behind me, the first movie of the Cinema Score Showdown, Oppenheimer, came in with a... What is that, 93? 93%. 93%, 93%, ladies and gentlemen. Man, it feels so good to be this smart, guys. You know, well, I, I, I sense it i could feel it you know i'll do my acceptance speech later but a 93 percent which means the first round goes to nicholas paulus and phil give me a second here to get i haven't oh baby i I don't even know i don't know what this looks like though i'm green sludge is coming out of that slime like nickelodeon what's it smell like use your descriptors it's like uh this is an audio podcast. You got to explain it to us. I, I just took a whiff. I mean, it is it's surprisingly fruity. <laughs> oh, this ain't even alcohol. Let's see what it looks like. like. Oh, it's not look good at all. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like Coca Cola. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that, dude. That's not. Oh, man. That's disgusting. Is that purple? That's, what is that? that's like a deep purple. It's like a brown purple. Ooh. That's more than a shot, too, fellas. That's like, that's like, all right, well. Well, cheers, bottoms Phil. up, boys. Bottoms up. Congrats, Nick. Ah! Oh, that's not good at all. <laughs> oh, excuse me. He's not going to make Jordan's it. Jordan's got okay. heartburn already. Phil's coughing. Ooh, it's a beautiful sight to well, see, man. Uh, at least everything's going to be oiled up in there, you know? That's good. All I'm right. Gonna, I'm going to go ahead and reload. Not for use on your bike, Jordy. Don't forget. Next up, ladies and gentlemen, it's Barbie time. Hi, Barbie. Barbie. Hi, Bar- Hi, Ken. <laughs> How about the uh, the I Am Ken song, Christmas edition that dropped? What a, what a talented Amazing. fella. Amazing. What a handsome, talented fella he is, huh? Absolutely. Um, I'm going to give you guys a quick rundown. Real quick, what do you guys think of Barbie? Well, the the second half of Barbenheimer, I actually saw this one second as well in the in the viewing period on July, what was it, 21st, I believe it was. And, God, I loved every second of this. I thought it was brilliant. It was so much fun. Uh, Margot Robbie, just, she always delivers. And Ryan Gosling surprisingly stole the show. I mean, he's great, but he just was lights out and it was very poignant in some ways and a lot of people were not happy with you know the whole you know the statements that they were trying to make but i think that it really hit for for me at least and you know i a lot of the the points they were trying to make were things that i had witnessed or seen or done or whatever and it was it was really a a really well-made film i think as well as just being a lot of fun so are you just saying all of that because dua lipa was in it dua lipa made an appearance and I have to say, they did her a little dirty because she that wig that wig they gave her was like, come on, man! 
I, I've never, I don't think you can make Dua Lipa ugly, and she wasn't ugly, but like they didn't do her any favors with the wig, the wig choice. So, <laughs> Phil, you, you, first of all, are you having fun or what's going on, man? You, you don't look like it's holiday <laughs> season, dude. Like, girls turning pale. I think I'm already feeling the first. No, shot. you're not, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so weak. Well, in that, in that case, dude, I don't even. We don't, we don't need to hear your thoughts, but we can go right into the score if you want, man. Why, why okay, is... go ahead. Let's go. I'm ready to drink. Let's do All this. All right. First off, our predictions. Um, Phil didn't have too much hope for this one. And let's just say we don't have a whole lot of hope for him with this one either, perhaps. Um, 78%, Phil, of the global phenomenon that was Barbie. 78% critic score. Maybe. Well, what's that number to me? I about to say, maybe the, the, the audience loved it and the critics were, you know. At the end of the day, uh, then I get pr- predicted a eighty-two percent critic score for solid, Barbie. Solid. Follow- just, that's just that's just four off of mine. <laughs> yeah, in the right direction. Yeah, like, like I murdered it or in something. The, in the right direction, um, perhaps. So then you got Nick with an eighty-five percent prediction for Barbie. How are you feeling about that one, Nick? We like other colors, but pink just looks so good on us. <laughs> Let's go, baby. That's what color my drink. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, I would like to present to you first the audience score for Barbie. And the audience score was 83%. Close to me. A lot of men were pulling that down, though. I'm not going to lie. Here comes. The critic score for Barbie Lady. Three, two, one. Boom. 88%. Let's go, 88%, baby. 88%, which puts me and Phil <laughs> at the uh, receiving end of another alcoholic shot. And I, I would like <laughs> to say I was revisiting our Cinema Score podcast from May earlier this year. And I did say that if I did lose this particular movie i would take 10 shots so unfortunately for you guys 10 shots were on the line and now only two are being taken by my two okay friends. that's enough that's talking. enough talking <laughs> more drinking <laughs> you know, at least you're cheers. cheers at least you want to have some fun with me you know cheers boys <laughs> <laughs> i can't do it <laughs> drinking that motor oil. Mission Impossible, <laughs> Dead Reckoning, Part 1. Because, just for context, Dune Part 2 was part of our list, but it was pushed back. <laughs> Phil's strategy <laughs> paying off. <laughs> yes, yeah. it did. So next up is Mission Impossible, Dead Reckoning, Part 1. Um, Jordy, I'd love to hear your like... thoughts on this movie. Well, before you... It was your, it was your you first asked. overall pick in our draft, so... I'm glad you asked because I was already planning on sharing my thoughts. This movie was a piece of shit. I hated this movie. <laughs> I actually hated this movie. And good. Uh, I don't know what it was. This is probably one of my, together with Saw, I guess we can count Star Wars. Um, it's probably my favorite still ongoing movie franchise. I was so excited to see this and I was just let down. I didn't care about the whole AI thing they were going for. It was just like, I don't know, man. I just felt, yeah, I just didn't like it at all. So that those are my quick thoughts. 
<laughs> I hated it. I thought it was a piece of shit movie. I don't know. People around me loved it, and I was like, I don't know what you guys just saw. I I, I didn't. I was not feeling it. What about you, uh, Nick? Did you like it? I was kind of in the same boat as you because I we had heard a little bit of buzz before I saw it, and people were raving about it. And the previous installments were sensational, and so I was very excited about it. And it just didn't. I didn't get the hype. I agree with you. The AI. AI villain didn't work for me. And there was a lot of just questionable decisions throughout the film that it felt silly to me. So I, I'm in the same boat as you, Jordy, actually. I have to break it to you, fellas, out of our entire list. I think it's the only movie I didn't see. Really? I did not know that, actually. Yeah, I didn't get to see it. Oh, wow. Oh, I chose not to see it. Sorry. That's After some of the, uh, some of, wait, I didn't tell you what I thought of it, did I? Like, no, you never, no, no, no. I just didn't go. I wasn't into it. I mean, maybe that kind of is in line with your, expectation slash prediction for this film because you thought the critics would also not like this movie after several home run hitters of movies you predicted a 72 percent and that's probably that's the closest to what i feel about how i feel about it for sure so in my book you're already a winner but hey unfortunately unfortunately critics often do not know what they're talking about um nick predicted a 91% critics Rotten Tomato score. I predicted a 93% Rotten Tomatoes critics score. Fellas, the audience gave this movie a 94%. Sheesh, they loved it. That's they crazy, loved it. Man. Well, let's just see if the critics agreed. The audience gave it a 94, while the critics decided it was worth a 96 percent oh 96 for, for this atrocious movie tom cruise propaganda wait that means oh actually no uh yeah that's a great thing because that means i'm a winner fellas <laughs> drink up <laughs> cheers you buddy. don't even deserve this one jordy you you hate it what do you mean it. Cheers, yeah. Phil. Cheers, brother. Cheers. I got a new drinking buddy. <laughs> <clears throat> oh. <coughs> what a great film. Oh, that went down, didn't Ooh, it? That's burning. Ooh. You got chased. Oh, he's chasing. My, my headphones died. Wait a minute. Now, you see him lean out of the picture, thought he was out of frame, but we saw it. Yeah, I think he put water in that cup. That's why he used what he used. It looks like water. <laughs> you guys hear me? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we, we heard, we can hear you, and we saw you chasing. Come on now. Well, you know. <laughs> yeah, well, what? Some of, us aren't drinking, some of us aren't drinking juices, and I don't even know if that's alcohol. It's not George. juice. <laughs> I don't think we've ever finished each, each other's sentences. <laughs> it's time for the, uh, the longest movie of the oh. year, probably. Killers of the Flower Moon. Before we get into it, um... How many, how many bathroom breaks did you get in theaters? If you guys saw it, or did you see it at home? I wore my diapers. So I was safe. Go ahead. I never go to the bathroom during a movie. You people who can't sit and watch a movie, you need to check yourselves. <laughs> well, there, there, there was a big, there was a big commotion about this because, because um, theaters across the globe were having intermissions, and there was like a lot of beef because like this movie was not supposed like. Scorsese, they got they got mad. Like it's not supposed to have an intermission. Well, I um, I saw it was one of my favorite uh, theater just experiences of the year. Uh, for those of, for those who don't know, 
Uh, I'm now living on the island of Mykonos in Greece, and the only movie theater on the island is an outdoor, open air, under the stars cinema, which was awesome to see. This is where I saw Killers of the Flower Moon. Uh, but we did get two intermissions, and two, so, two intermissions, and oh, but it was it was no. a beautiful beautiful way to watch a movie, and unfortunately, closed for the winter, so I'm struggling to with my uh, cinema appearances. But that was one of my most memorable ones of the year. Even though you guys were pretty excited to see this, you you guys' predictions didn't really back that up, um, in my opinion, at least. Because, Nick, you predicted an 84% critic score for this movie. You got DiCaprio, you got Scorsese, you got some some key ingredients to uh, a critic's banger. I opinion. did, and, but, and, um, I had, and I read the book. It's one of my most favorite books I've ever read. But I felt the subject matter might not land with everybody, so I, I slid, it, slid mm-hmm. a little low down to 84. But I sure loved it. And then Phil was uh, a little, little bit above you with an 88% prediction. Uh, and I was, like I said, the, those ingredients together, critics usually eat that stuff up, I thought. So I gave it, I predicted a 94% critics Rotten Tomatoes score. As always, I will give you the audience score first, which is 84%. <laughs> if only I was Please critics. Please let me win. Please let me win. And I would like to uh, draw your attention to the big board because uh, let's see if I can get this thing to work. While the audience gave it an 84%, the critics, however, 93%. Oh. <laughs> Almost dead on, Jordy. Almost dead on. Ooh, Phil, pour it up, right. baby. Pour it up. Before I drink, because you know Jordy's calling out Nick and his whatever, I just want to, for the record, everyone to know, my score isn't my score of the movie or what I thought it was going to be. My score is what I think the critics is going to put. Granted, I'm bad at that. Drink. Whatever. Drink. As we say in Greece, yamas. It was a great movie. Yamas. 93% is the correct score. <laughs> Speaking of excellent great movies, it's time for Rebel Moon, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Rebel Moon. <laughs> I just want to take a shot just because. Just, just for um, having Rebel Moon. Just having spent all that time watching Rebel Moon. Rebel Moon Part 1, A Child of Fire. Uh, I was so excited to see this movie. I really was. Then I was a little late to the party, so I started hearing... Uh, some other people's thoughts and reviews and the first couple of reviews came in. It was like, I think at some point I read a headline saying it was floating around like six, 7%. I was like, what is going on? This cannot be that bad. It's supposed to originally be a star, a story that he wrote for star Wars, um, Disney Lucasfilm said no. So Mr. Snyder said, I'm going to turn into something else, make it its own thing, its own universe. I, I, I saw a bit of a trailer I avoided everything else. I was all in on this project. Um, but let's just say, I don't know if he's going to be able to figure something out towards the second and third part of it, but I, it was just a little bit all over the place, trying to do a little too much for a first movie to get people on board, I think. Uh, but uh, yeah, what did you guys think? Did you see it even? So 
So I was excited for man, the alcohol's hit me. I'm starting, guys. Uh, <laughs> I was excited for this movie. Again, I'm gonna have a low score because I predicted they would just rate a score because they just attack Snyder like that. And I love Snyder. Um, but I watched the first hour of it and I had to stop watching it. Like I can't really? like I can tell it was a Star Wars movie, and I think that's what helps watching it. So like if you watch it and you're like, okay, if you put this in the Star Wars universe, it makes sense. But the fact that it's not a Star Wars universe. It doesn't make sense because I don't care about these characters. It doesn't mean anything to me. It's like a Star Wars knockoff because it was supposed to. It's just confusing to watch. Apparently, you can tell there's cuts. Apparently, the R-rated version should be better. So I'm not watching the rest of it until the R-rated version comes out. I can't do it. I was Snyder upset. I'm upset. You, baby. Snyder, yeah, was, Snyder I mean, cut. That's how, Snyder cuts are better than the original cuts. That's just how the world ends. It is it anymore. I can't talk. Let me just take my shot. Just going. Well, hold, hold on, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Hey, hey, hold on now. And, what'd and you think, Nick? I, so I have to say I did not see this movie yet. Um, it came out real close to the holidays. <laughs> Phil just licked the shit out of his bottle, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you went all the way, all the way up that. Thing. <laughs> what? What look is at, going look on? at the, the, the bottle of it. He wants more. He got a taste for it. He's thirsty now. And he's drinking. <laughs> I don't want to spill. Uh, so, so I did not see this movie. I I heard some of the reviews and uh, – well, not the reviews, just sort of the general consensus um, from friends and people around me, and it was not looking good. And Snyder needed a win going into this movie and it doesn't sound like he got one but i will get to it eventually but ha- not yet not yet i haven't seen it's a great segue there uh nick because snyder needed to win there's another fella right in our midst that needs to win as well and i don't know why you were already taking a shot right away because i'm looking at these predictions i don't remember what y'all put i know i put low though because i predicted they would hate my man i had the most faith in this i put a i predicted a 75 percent critic score Nick predicted a 73%, and you're right oh. at the bottom with a 70%, Phil. So you are to the low side of things. So let's see. Well, let's see. Let's there see. There ain't no way. That thing's a green leaf. Show me that green leaf. <laughs> well, let me, let, me, let me start off with the uh, audience score, which is a Probably 90. 62%. Ooh, that'd be a win for Phil. But those critics sometimes swing the other way, Phil. I don't know. Critics might love it. Critics might green love it. Leaf. Let's fresh, find out. Rotten. Will Phil get his first win? I present to you the critic score for Rebel Moon Part 1, A Child of Fire. 24 Oh my word. 24. 24 versus 62 audience. That is a great It's crazy, bro. Nick, I haven't haven't had the chance to cheers with you yet into the new year. This will be quite the pleasure, Jordy. Phil, enjoy, enjoy this win. For now, I think you, you needed one. Snyder needed one. He didn't get one. You got one. Time to oil up that that bike, man. Those chains are getting a little. Rusty. Is that a shot, Nick? This is a <laughs> Yo, yes. That looks big. Cheers. <laughs> oh, feel the burn. Burning. Feel the burn. So feel the burn. Fellas, it's starting. Oh, actually. I, I previously mentioned that um, uh, Mission Impossible, one of my favorite ongoing uh, movie franchises, together with Saw, um, which should have been on this list. What a great movie that was. Um, and Star Wars. But now it's time for probably right after Saw, 
my favorite horror franchise. It's time for Insidious the Red Door. It's only in hope is one. I know Nick absolutely hates horror movies. We've been trying to get him to watch this uh, forever. He doesn't want to, even though it's only Insidious 1 that we're starting off with. Um, nonetheless, Insidious the Red Door. Do I even have to ask you, Nick, if you saw it? We all know you didn't, right? I, you guys will be very proud of me. No, I didn't watch. It. I didn't watch. It. I didn't watch. It. I didn't watch. It. No way. I couldn't bring my. I wanted. I, to, I wanted to go through it. these and get them all seen, but guys, I couldn't bring myself to do it. I'm living alone. I'm on an island, guys. It just wasn't going to happen, you know. For the record, Nick may live alone, but he don't go to bed alone. <laughs> also, for the record, she might be your girl, but she can't feel daddy. <laughs> Okay, that's how Phil got his all right, We'll all get right, into that later. Right, the right, drinks are right. flowing. Stories are coming out. <laughs> Insidious the Red Door. I uh, There were some sequels that were not good. Insidious 1 and 2 together, I love as a package. I, I think they're, they're some of the best uh, combined horror stories spread over two movies. Afterwards, it just went off the rails. We had some Last Key. We had, I think, Insidious 3 as well. I don't even know. So I was excited to go back to the roots. My favorite creature demon in the Insidious franchise came back, and I had a really good time with this. I don't know if you, I think we might have texted during it, Phil, or maybe we didn't. We didn't. I don't know if we exchanged thoughts, but what what were your what were your thoughts? We probably we were texting during the whole what was what I watched Conjuring. Conjuring, Conjuring, that's right, marathon. Uh, I like the movie. Um, like you said, the sequels have been blah. One and two, obviously, really good. It's only Insidious one, um, (laughs) but yeah, I liked it. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I did too. Let's get to our predictions. Um, for Insidious the Red Door, Nick, kind of fitting, was the lowest predictor with a 59% critic score. He expected, anticipated. Um, fitting for a horror movie. Uh, I don't want to say allergic person. Um, Choose your words carefully, Jordy. Phil came in with a 65%. Ooh. And I had a very nice prediction of 69%. I had some love for this franchise, this movie, so I, I had to give it some love. And while I predicted 69%, the audience score was a 70%. Ooh. So I'm feeling Gosh. pretty good going into this one, guys. I'm feeling pretty good. Ladies and gentlemen, the Insidious, The Red Door, got a critic score of... What? Thirty-seven percent, buddy. That's insane. Critics don't like drink up, boys. This is a joke. Are these updated? Did you pull these today? These were pulled today, merely minutes before we went on air. What movie are we on? Insidious Red Red Door. Door. (laughs) I mean, what what number? This is a matter of numbers. You're going to take this shot, Phil, and then there's three more opportunities for you to take shots. (laughs) I thought thought you were going to say you're going to take this one, and then you're going to take three more. What up, Phil? Golly, can I give me cheers first, you freaking alcoholic? (laughs) (laughs) For our audience, I wish you guys could see Phil Williams' face just now. I'm taking five out of six shots. Is that what we're saying? Struggling to breathe. No, I'm good. Um, (laughs) Well, your strategy did save you one on Dune Part Two, Phil. So, from Insidious the Red Door, 
We're going to dive right on into the next one. See what I did there, Nick? That's a great pun, Jody. Thank you. Because it's The Little Mermaid, Under the Sea, the remake, live action remake. Oh, live action. I don't hate it when people call it live action because it's animated all over the freaking place. But okay. What do you, you mean? You know you what I mean. you seen The Little Mermaid like that before, Jody? I have not, actually. I have not. Um, what did you guys think? Quick couple sentences. The Little Mermaid. I didn't, I didn't see it. Oh. I thought it was a cute little movie. Uh, the, the live action Disney's just haven't been able to capture the magic almost on across the board on all of them. And this was no different, but it was enjoyable. The songs were good. Um, Flounder just still looked atrocious to me, and I couldn't get past that. But performances were good. Halle Bailey was amazing. Her voice is awesome. I think she's a star to watch. But, yeah, it was just – it didn't didn't just – jump off the page at you you know my god i just looked at a picture of flounder in the live action he's hideous <laughs> i told you it's I bad it's you. really you bad you can watch him swim around you can watch insidious one <laughs> it's only yeah it's only flounders um yeah i i agree with you totally it's uh none of the i guess remakes you want to call them live action they just simply just don't hit um let's go to our predictions early in the year the little mermaid Nick, you were pretty hopeful on this one. Highest out of all three. This is probably the movie where we have the biggest um, gaps between all three of us. Nick predicted a 78% critic score for The Little Mermaid. Phil, 63%. And I came out on the low end with a 57% prediction. You're always chopping me off. If you would just leave me alone, I'd be taking less shots. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> I'm stuck in the middle every time. That's how I lose. Because then chopping goes, him off, Jordy. Quit chopping him off. <laughs> um, I I want to share the audience score with you guys because I was flabbergasted. It is. Let me double check. The Sorry. highest audience score Ooh. that we've had so far on this show. Wow. That's not what my Twitter said. It's tied with Mission Impossible: Dead Reckoning. It is a with over. 10,000 ratings, it is a 94% audience score for Little Mermaid. That's what I like to hear. Come on, critics. Come on, critics. But what did did the critics think? Let's find out, ladies and gentlemen. Three, two, one. The critics gave Little Mermaid a 67%. Am I a winner? Oh, Phil's Let's, a winner. My winner? Phil's a winner. He's he's uh, Phil, you're four a four percentage winner. points off. Wow. You're a freaking Ooh, winner. Wow, and I didn't even watch it. <laughs> <laughs> all, right, all right. A blind squirrel finds an acorn every once and again. You know what I mean? Oh, oh every oh, dog oh. has his day. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto parts. <laughs> All right. Cheers. How do you know that, Jordan? There's no O'Reilly's in the Netherlands. How do you know that? It's not like I. It's not like I lived in freaking Greensboro, North Carolina for five years. Are you kidding me? You know all the jingles. Yeah, I'm a I'm a jinglester. I know this stuff. It was all over the place all the time. (laughs) Jinglester. Cheers, Jordy. How do you say cheers in Dutch? How do you say cheers in Dutch? Choice. Prost. Prost. Isn't that German also? Uh, it's with an extra O, so it's like oh, a little. You guys want to be gross. like the Germans so bad. All right, all right, all right. All right, all right. <laughs> this is, uh, I believe, this is our ne- our next our next movie. I believe was 
a suggestion or addition by <laughs> Philip, Philip Williams, I believe, as as Nick is uh, dying over here. It is time for a movie called Leave the World Behind. <laughs> yeah, I pulled that one out of the dark. Um, did you even see it? Uh, of course. Oh, I liked it. I liked the perspective that they gave us of like if you because a lot of these movies end where you know everyone we're we're like with the government or something we see it all falling apart. This is a perspective of just a family going off on a trip. If this happened, you'd have no idea what was happening. You wouldn't know anything. I would only hope that a gentle, nice man like Mahershala Ali would show up at the door. Like it's a great. The George. only thing that threw me off. One thing that threw me off was, you know, spoiler peeps is like the animal thing. I think that was when not that was a force thing we didn't need. But I love the perspective. I liked it. The cast is Ethan Hawke is great. Julia Roberts. <laughs> Julia Roberts. I agree. I, I loved can, it. I liked it. I agree, Phil. I I watched this only because it was appearing Phil here on our Cinema Score skin Cinema Score Showdown. Cinema Score. <laughs> <laughs> But that's the only reason I had this on my radar. But it, I actually really enjoyed this. I thought it was uh, it had me on the edge of my seat. The the tension was high, and I don't know if it necessarily stuck the landing. Um, but the idea and the journey journey along the way was really enjoyable for me. And so, thank you, Phil. Thank you for bringing that to our attention, uh, whether you realize it or not. But I uh, I had the least faith in this movie because I predicted it would get a 67% critics Rotten Tomato score, followed by Nick, who was quite close to me with a 71% prediction. And Phil, as he was the one to pre- present this to the group, had the uh, was the most hopeful, I guess you could say, with a 79%. Um, I would love to share with you first the audience score. Um, let's just say, Phil, you were quite quite far away from the actual audience score because it's a 34% audience oh, score. Yeah, nice. now I'm not feeling good about the critics. Yeah, not 34%. Oh, the critics are great. Audiences are generally never that low, you know? But when they are low, the critics go high, baby, That's and I'm high. True. I had a 67 Phil had a 79. Nick had a 71. Ladies and gentlemen, critic score for Leave the World Behind. 75 or higher. 75 or higher. That's what we need for me to win. 75 or higher? Right? I'm drunk. I don't know. I had a little bit of a sneak peek on my laptop. Ladies and gentlemen, it is a 75%. (laughs) Wait, does that mean I win or wait? Wait, What what did Nick have? No, that's a tie. That's a tie. It is a tie. So that means Jordy has to take two shots. Jordy, you got to take two. Jordy, you got to take two. Did we agree to this? Two. Two. Did you just make this up on the spot? Just pour an El Duble right on that glass right there. Did you guys, did you just make this up on the spot, to be honest? No. We should have made rules for this to plan, though. Wow, a tie, Phil. That makes makes you feel good that I tied with you, Phil. So I have one three. Shut up. Cheers. Thanks. Cheers, Jordy. Enjoy that. Enjoy that mortar. My record's mortar like, oil. My record's two, five, and one, I think. <coughs> All right. We saved the best for last, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> if I, I, there's no way I can lose this. Um, it's time for arguably, no, not arguably, 
simply, as a matter of fact, the high, most highly anticipated movie of 20, 2023. I know we were all we all couldn't wait to see it. I'm sure we all saw it opening day IMAX. Um, Paw Patrol, the Mighty Movie. Paw Patrol, Paw Patrol, be there on the double. <laughs> That's why I, I was. Just, I was. Just Thank you for double, that, Phil. Thank you. Sure. You're welcome. Uh, I, I'm pretty sure I remember hyping this up like crazy to get. That was like part of my strategy to hype you guys up, tell you how the previous movie had like these insane 96, 97 scores. And was that true, my, or were you just was that attack? It was. It, it was. It was true. But I, my plan was to be like a little lower to try to like counter it. It was like part of the plan. Jordy, Jordy, did you go see it? I did. Yeah. Okay, so I went. So I took Lincoln. So that was my excuse. Oh, you did I see it. <laughs> Yeah, we went and seen it. I've also I'm seen be honest it. With... It was good. Oh, you did, you... I've also seen it. I saw it. Was it was really uh, good. I streamed it. I fell asleep during it. <laughs> <laughs> I took a nap during it. Lincoln had to wake me up. There was nothing thought provoking about that movie at all. It's fucking Paw Patrol, the mighty movie. What do you expect, dude? Social I expect, commentary? I expect, expect to be challenged. I was not challenged. It wasn't, I'm gonna go it wasn't so mind. mighty. It wasn't so mighty. Whatever. Um, I predicted an 82% critic score, which is already sounds a little bit high. I don't know. Uh, Nick predicted an 88%. They fell for the trap. Phil expected a 90%. We'll see how much of a trap it was. We'll see. It's a trap. It wasn't good. It was. I fell asleep during it. There's no way this got high high. Critic rankings, whatever you want to call it. Well, the first, well, the first Paw Patrol was evidently over the moon, yeah. Phil. Yeah, these sequels, sequels fall apart. Well, while you th- were taking a nap, the rest of the audience was absolutely loving it. With They're a crazy ninety-four <laughs> percent audience score, they let three-year-olds do the rankings for this. They let three-year-olds review it. Four percent audience score. All right, one more time. I got. An, I gave this an eighty-two percent prediction. Nick an 88, Phil a 90% for the last movie of the Cinema Score Showdown. Who was the closest? The critics are giving Paw Patrol the mighty movie a 71%, which makes me the winner, as it should be, ladies and gentlemen. He bamboozled us. It worked. Like a Hoodwink, run amok. Led astray. Led astray. Oh. Yeah. Here it goes with that tongue again. Sheesh. So I clearly took the most shots, right? Yeah. Okay. Cheers, Phil. (laughs) So that means when you tally up all the wins, all the losses, all the shots, and all the liver damage, um, Philip Williams and I... (laughs) Are sharing the second second uh, stage on the on, on the on the podium, if you will, with each three wins, with Nicholas Paulus on the top step with four wins, making him the Cinema Score Showdown Champion of 2023. Let's, let's get- Speech, 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 speech. Well, I just want to say how humbled 
and how grateful I am to have accepted this year's trophy. And and I just am so happy to keep you guys both grounded because, you know, Phil experienced no losses during this holiday season, as he stated earlier on the pod. And Jordy is dealing with the, the Netherlands top 2000 songs of the year. So I just had to keep you guys grounded, make sure we're not soaring too close to the sun. I'll do I'll do that for the both of you. I'll take that burden for all for all of us guys. Thank you. At least I'm housebroken. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> what? What does that mean? Oh, it's what he says in Big Lebowski when they try oh, to play. Oh. <laughs> well, if I'm going to lose to anyone, and I'm, I'm, I'm you know, it was it was a close, hard fought battle. I got to see Philip. Uh, immediately get drunk after the first bit of alcohol touched his. Uh, <laughs> it's been it's it's a good sight to see to see Phil, you know, a little bit inebriated, as we say. Stay tuned for another pod. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, or as Phil said, Phil, you want to say that again, please? Stay tuned for another pod. <laughs> um, we're here at all screens and sides. Just want to wish everybody. With retrospect, happy holidays, a great end to your year. Please stay safe with any fireworks, anything you might do. Um, Thank you for listening. We are looking forward to bringing a lot of new stuff to you the new year um, because All Screens and Sizes will definitely be continuing into 2024. Once again, thank you so much for listening. Happy New Year. Nick, you want to add anything as as the final word, as the big champ of the Cinema Score Showdown? Go ahead, take him away. Happy holidays to all. Thank you all for listening. We promise to put out more content and get back uh, to the way things were. And uh, we hope you enjoyed listening as much as we enjoyed our shots. So thank you very much. (laughs) Cheers.